and welcome to the Daily Gator Daily Thought Podcast. If you're left, you just ain't right. Yes, let's get it going, folks. Uh, here's a lesson to be learned from Topeka, Kansas. What to do if you're planning on threatening a member of Congress or a person running for a member of Congress, really any, any, any political person. Uh, if you're going to threaten someone to kill a representative, senator, governor, whatever, I guess if you're smart, if you want to keep your name out of the papers, just threaten to kill a Republican. If you threaten to kill a Democrat, it'll be big news. Uh, but if you threaten to kill a Republican, it's shh. Don't worry about that story. MSN.com, a federal court jury convicted a Kansas man who insisted that a death threat he made against U.S. Representative Jake LaTurner was a message from God. Well, I doubt that, but again, this shows that what the other McCain says, crazy people are dangerous, this guy was obviously dangerous. There's a picture of his, uh, I guess like a mugshot when he was arrested for this, the booking photo. Looks crazy. Uh, But... I don't remember hearing anything about this in the media. Do you? Representative, U.S. Representative Jake LaTurner. Uh, don't remember hearing about him being threatened at all. Now, this came amid what authorities have said is a sharp rise in threats against members of Congress and their families. But don't expect to hear that unless it's Democrats being threatened. Uh, jurors found Chase Neal, 32, of Lawrence guilty of single count of threatening a U.S. government official and also I think a couple extra years for that beard. Good God, man. Are you trying to look like a psychopath? Oh, wait, you are a psychopath. So there you go. Uh, The the presiding judge instructed jurors that to find Neil guilty, they had to conclude that a reasonable person would find that he had made a true threat and intended to either intimidate LaTurner or interfere with his work as a Republican congressman representing Eastern Kansas. There's also a picture of Jake LaTurner. And again, I I don't care what a person looks like. I care what their ideology is. But man, if this guy doesn't have the ultimate punchable face, I'm just saying. But uh, glad you're okay, Representative LaTurner. And again, if you'd have been Democrat, the media would have cared that your life was threatened. But you're a Republican, so... No publicity for you. Uh, Move along. Next scripted story, please. And enough of that story. Now, here's something I think that sadly needs to be said, apparently. Uh, If you're in any state, this story comes from Ohio. It's about an Ohio police sergeant who was seen on video repeatedly punching a woman in the face after a dispute at McDonald's. Look, if they get your order wrong, they don't give you enough fries, or they're not hot enough, or there's not enough salt, or they whatever. Uh, is it worth getting police involved in McDonald's order? Really? And I know that uh, Karens are supposed to be white women with the stupid, really short blonde hair. But uh, I'll be honest, in working in the restaurant business for years, 30 years, and just in interacting with people and, and going out to eat and, and in stores in general, people that I've seen being assholes have not been the stereotypical Karen. 
They've not been white women. A lot of them have been men. Most of them probably, yes, white. Um, but I think the most egregious ones, as far as drama, are are black women. Oh my God, relax. You're at McDonald's. What can be worth getting arrested and getting punched in the face by a police officer over a McDonald's order? Seriously. But uh, from People Magazine, here's the story as much as I can gather. Uh, la, 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 la. Todd Stanley, he is an officer with the Butler Township Police. Uh, he's been placed on leave. Uh, an Ohio police sergeant has been placed on administrative leave after he was captured on video repeatedly punching a woman in the face and head during an arrest. Authorities announced during a press conference on Wednesday. According to the Butler Township Police Chief, John Porter, Sergeant Todd Stanley and Officer Tim Zellers responded to a call of trespassing at a McDonald's in Butler Township, Ohio on Monday after restaurant employees requested they remove a displeased customer from the premises. Managing restaurants, I've had to call the police a few times to get a, a, a trespass against somebody because they, 90% of the time it was because they didn't pay or couldn't pay. And it wasn't a case of, oh my God, I left my wallet at the at the hotel. Can I go get, I, that's happened. I've said, okay, go ahead. And most of the time, I think, Almost every time they came back and they paid, which is great. Uh, but a lot of times this is people that can't pay or don't want to pay. I had one woman that said she just didn't want to pay. She just wanted a burger and a beer and watch a little TV. And she wasn't going to pay because she couldn't pay. And I said, well, ma'am, if you can leave and don't come back or I have to call the police, they might arrest you with a, a trespass against you and you will go to jail if you try to come back she then put a hex on me so she apparently was a witch not a very effective witch because i still haven't been cursed since that day but she tried uh, but it's something you have to do that you don't want to do it's something you don't want to deal with but i cannot imagine going to a mcdonald's and getting so incensed over over something that you have to have the police called because the McDonald's employees just want you to get GTFO their store. Okay, just leave. Please don't come back. But whatever happened, I don't know what it was over. Maybe the lady was in the right. Maybe she was in the wrong. But when you're in a, in a McDonald's or any restaurant and they start threatening to call the police... That's the time to shut your mouth and leave. Instead, she went to jail and she got punched in the face. And I'm not going to comment on the punching in the face because apparently she resisted arrest. And uh, again, a police officer, if you resist arrest, they may punch you in the face. If I ever get arrested, which I don't plan to do, and the police officer tries to arrest me and I resist, I expect at a certain point, if I resist enough, I will be hit in the face, pepper sprayed, Something, something bad will happen to me. Whether the cops are right or wrong, I don't know. I'm not commenting on that. All I'm saying is it's a fast food restaurant, okay? Relax. 
you can move on with your life, even if you don't get the Big Mac with an extra patty for free or extra salt or whatever, 17 packs of ketchup, whatever. Now, the I named the cops. I'm going to name the, uh, the uh, customer identified as Latinka Hancock was allegedly upset over her food order, Porter said. Here's a t- hot tip for parents. Don't name your child Latinka. Because they're going to grow up to be fat, obnoxious, and complain about McDonald's food until they get arrested and punched in the face. Don't do it. It's, it's like you're cursing your child. Who thinks up the name Latinka? Sounds like some kind of toy. Remember Tinker Toys? Latina, Latinka might, if they still make Tinker Toys, those are great toys. But uh, Latinka should get a job for Tinker Toys. That would be perfect for her. Latinka Tinker Toys. Uh, she was allegedly upset over her food order. Upon arrivals, upon arrival, excuse me, officers encountered Hancock, who initially appears cooperative, but later becomes highly agitated and refuses to identify herself after numerous attempts. Uh, and that is called on the body cam, the officer's body cam footage, apparently, bystander video. <laughs> Widely circulated on social media and reviewed by people, the magazine, not actual people, captures a a physical altercation between two officers and Hancock in the McDonald's parking lot. In the video, both officers appear to attempt to wrestle Hancock into handcuffs. As the struggle continues, one officer, identified by WKEF-TV as Stanley, repeatedly punches Hancock multiple times in the face and the head. Uh, well, if you do it repeatedly, you don't really need to add multiple. I don't know. And, and apparently she wasn't hurt that badly. I don't see any, any, anything about it. Um, uh, I couldn't find the, the video to embed it on, on the blog, but, uh, really folks don't go to McDonald's and start nothing like this. It ain't worth it. Seriously. Grow up, and I'm not even going to get to the comments that her uh, her attorney made. The comments her attorney made make me think he's an ambulance-chasing ambulance race pimp, perhaps, and it makes me think that her claims against the police might be BS because he was so uh, overly dramatic in his, in his description of what happened. Uh, here's part of it. I will, will go ahead and share it. Her attorney, but what happened yesterday to Miss Hancock was inexcusable and an example of how officers get it wrong. The officer who punched her deserves to be fired and charged with assault for his outrageous overreaction during his interaction with my client. It is clear from the video we've seen that this officer not only doesn't belong on a force, he also belongs behind bars. And there was some gratuitous race pimping about how it's not safe out there for black people now. From what I've seen and, and read, she wouldn't have gotten punched in the face had she just acted like an adult. Seriously, act like you got some sense. I heard that a few times growing up from grandparents' parents. We act like you got some damn sense. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, apparently, Ron DeSantis has aggrieved the left again. Uh, His administration is defending banning African-American studies class. This is from Newsweek. John Jackson uh, reporting 
He writes, the administration of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis last week blocked a new advanced placement course, known as an AP course, for high school students on African-American studies, which has sparked some criticism on social media. Everything causes disagreement and uh, criticism on social media. Seriously. Anything and everything. Somebody's going to opine and someone else is going to get mad and a whole lot of butthurt, a whole lot of opining, a whole lot of idiots. It's social media. Who didn't know this was going to happen on social media? You know enough people to know most of the, most of us are all assholes. You just got to push the right buttons. The news regarding the course was first reported by National Review on Wednesday. The conservative news outlet wrote that the Florida Department of Education Office of Articulation wrote a letter dated January 12th to the College Board, which oversees uh, advanced placement. The letter, which has been viewed by Newsweek, they've seen it. I don't know if they read it. It is Newsweek. They might not be able to read. I don't know. <clears throat> but it informed the organization that the African-American Studies course has been rejected due to issues with its content. In its current form, the College Board's AP African-American Studies course lacks educational value and is contrary to Florida law. Uh, that is from Cassandra Opelelis, uh, who is the press secretary for the Florida Department of Education. If the course comes into compliance and incorporates historically accurate content, the department will reopen the discussion. I would imagine the problem is that it's uh, left-wing garbage and race-baiting and divisive, and really isn't based in fact. So it's basically something you would hear at a NAACP convention or, you know, something from Jesse Jackson or the king of all race pimps, Al Sharpton and his magic hair. That's what it would be. So that's why DeSantis and his educational, why the decision was made. Because we ain't got time for fake history, okay? History is history. It happened. Teach what happened and move along. When you start putting ideology into it in a, in a manner that is meant to direct students' thinking to a certain outcome, that's when the problem comes in. And the left loves to do that, and now they're not being allowed to do it by DeSantis. So they claim he's canceling history and not teaching history, which is bogus and also BS, uh, Jerry Redfern, who's the press secretary for DeSantis, also defended the move. Um, he said the studies course in its current form lacked historical accuracy as well as educational value. As submitted, the course is a vehicle for a political agenda and leaves large, ambiguous gaps that can be filled with additional ideological material, which we will not allow. They actually want education, facts and stuff. Oh, so icky. Uh, as Governor DeSantis has stated, our classrooms will be a place for education, not indoctrination. Uh, Tariq Nasheed, who is one of the biggest race baiters you're ever going to meet in, my, in your life, uh, a film producer and author. By, by film producer and author, they mean bottom-feeding race pimp, was among those who spoke out against the course being banned, tweeting that the decision was an anti-black stunt. You're an anti-black stunt, Tariq Nasheed. You're a thug, an ideological intellectual thug, not an actual thug. 
But this is what people like Nasheed do. They race bait. They can't win a debate. They can't win an argument. So they scream racism at every turn. Uh, he is truly a despicable human being, quite frankly. Uh, Democratic Representative Richie Torres of New York also weighed in on Twitter. Now, Richie is, uh, again, he's a Democrat, so go figure. He wrote, Florida has gone from don't say gay to don't say black. So pathetic. No one ever had a, there was never a bill that said don't say gay. That's leftist claptrap that a bunch of morons on Twitter picked up and repeated because they can't. I would say they're like a parrot, but a parrot's smarter, especially African gray parrots. They are phenomenal. Uh, so the don't say black thing, it's just race baiting. That's it's bumper sticker mentality because let's face it, leftism is a is a mentality and an ideology that appeals to a bumper sticker mentality. Look at look at the back of my truck. It's a Chevy Volt. Hasn't caught on fire yet. But yes, it's like save the whales, okay? I'm I'm woke. Uh the pen is burning. See that one? Uh yes. Yes, I'm good. I'm a better person than you because I care. Look at my bumper stickers and look at my T-shirt. That's the limit to black, to uh, uh, the liberalism, which has turned to leftism now. It's not left. It's not liberalism anymore. Liberals will argue points. They have brains. They will discuss things with you. Leftism is just basically hateful rhetoric accusing everyone who who disagrees with the agenda of the left as a bad person, a, a bigot, a homophobe, a racist, a sexist, a thisist, or thatist, or some other is they haven't made up yet. Uh, and the article closes like this. While DeSantis' favorite legislation that limits the teaching of critical race theory in his state schools, Redfern noted Florida law requires, listen closely, some facts here, Newsweek, Newsweek waited. Newsweek rather waited till almost the, the whole whole piece was over, but they actually put some facts in. The state of Florida requires instruction on African American history in K through twelve education. So you see, if you want to be included, you're included, but you don't want inclusion. Democrats, liberals, leftists, you want indoctrination. So we get more useful idiots that will buy into people like Biden and Obama and Hillary Clinton and on down the line. In fact, the Florida state statute state schools must teach the history of African-Americans, including the history of African people, before the political conflicts that led to the development of slavery, the passage to America, the enslavement experience, abolition, and the history and contributions of Americans of African uh ancestry to society so again sounds like uh, that's inclusion to me but you just can't teach bs and the left can't stand that my friends they just can't stand that now let me check the time I'm trying to go keep under 30 minutes here the other mccain he has a piece up this is as of yesterday and if you haven't heard the little sound bite of John Kerry at the World Economic Forum, he, well, John Kerry exposes just how much of an elitist he is. And by elitist, I mean dummy, moron, idiot, with his head firmly up his behind. That's what I mean by 
benighted by special. See, John Kerry wants you to think that he has been chosen by God himself to lead the fight against climate catastrophe. Now, remember, John Kerry, he, it, deserve, it has to be mentioned, he did want a Purple Heart. Of course, he had to shoot himself in the ass with a rifle to get that Purple Heart, which he then later threw over a wall in protest, and who also egregiously, egregiously and repeatedly uh, cannot pronounce the name of Genghis Khan. He says Genghis Khan. Come on, Carrie. Why don't you just spend your wife's money she made on ketchup and mustard and relish and and stay out of my business, flying all over the globe on a private jet while bashing us for driving SUVs. Uh, John Kerry was speaking to the elites because only the elites go to the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. I think there's like a $10 million cover just to, just to get into Davos. Uh, John Kerry, this is what he said in part, it's pretty extraordinary that we, a select group of human beings, are able to sit in a room and come together and actually talk about saving the planet because they're extraordinary, don't you know? Oh, John Kerry. He's he <laughs> he's like Lurch from, you know, was it, uh, who was Lurch? Was it Adam's family? Was it, I think it was the Adam's family, not the Munsters. But Lurch would answer the door, a big, huge, tall guy, and you ring. That's what John Kerry looks like, is Lurch, but less intelligent. Uh, Lurch said the quiet part out loud. That's what my friend Dana Pico, another great blogger, has said. The idea is that Kerry put forward, and maybe he let the, the truth come out and didn't mean to. The billionaires, the politicians are experts and corporate executive at the World Economic Forum in Davos. They're a select group. They're better than you. And you know it. They're better. They're smarter. They're wiser. So shut up, bend over, take it, and don't expect any Vaseline, my friends. They're saving you. Don't you see? They're saving you. Now, the other McCain asks a great question. Who was it that selected these people? There is nothing remotely democratic about the world's wealthiest people and their political henchmen forming a cabal to impose their plans for, quote, saving the planets on the, on the rest of us. Special Presidential Envoy for Climate, made-up title for a made-up expert, uh, but Special Presidential Envoy in Climate John Kerry, an all-around asshole, quite frankly, lauded fellow attendees of the World Economic Forum, where you little people can't get into, annual meeting in Davos, Switzerland, for trying to save the planet. Kerry characterized efforts, characterized efforts to combat climate change and save the planet as almost extraterrestrial. Good God. You know what's almost uh, extraterrestrial, John? The amount of bullshit a moron like you can spew out and expect people to believe it. Uh, given their scope in his remarks earlier Tuesday, he also downplayed criticism that has been levied against such climate activism, noting that most people 
believe he and the other WEF participants are just crazy tree huggers. They're not just crazy tree huggers. That is true. They're also greedy, power hungry, power mad, dangerous tree huggers. When you start to think about it, it's pretty extraordinary that we, Carrie said, a select group of human beings because of whatever touched us at some point in our lives. Maybe it was that bullet you put in your own ass in Vietnam, Mr. Carey, to get a Purple Heart that you later threw away. Maybe that was it. Maybe that's what touched you. Uh, but we're able to sit in a room and come together and actually talk about saving the planet. I mean, it's also almost extraterrestrial to think about saving the planet. If you say that to most people, most people think you're just a crazy tree-hugging lefty liberal, you know, do-gooder or whatever, and there's no relationship. But really, that's where we are. Wow. He really does love himself. It's not just, it wasn't just a summer fling. He really, really loves himself. Good Lord. Um, John Kerry's so in love with himself. He probably does that thing that some men do to pleasure themselves. But he doesn't look at pictures of hot women or videos of, you know, porn or something. He just lis listens to himself giving speeches, and that does it for him. Uh, was that mean to say? Was that adult content? I guess so. Uh, Carrie, who delivered the speech during a WEF session titled Philanthropy, a catalyst for protecting our planet, added that allegedly wise adult human beings still want to ignore the science, mathematics, and physics of climate change. He also said half the species on Earth have already been killed. No, John. Extinction's been part of our history for a Ask the dinosaurs about extinction. Was that SUVs and chainsaws and, and gas that caused that, John? Was that me keeping my house too hot or cold with the AC and heat? Did that cause the dinosaurs to go extinct? No, it didn't, John. He also said half the species on Earth have already been killed, an apparent reference to a 2020 study predicting that global warming would eliminate half the planet's animals and species by 2070. John Kerry, paging John Kerry, it's 2023, not 2070. Please shut up. Kerry also said the current growth trajectory of the world is unsustainable and implored world leaders to double down on climate commitments and policies, saying not nearly enough has been done to stave off the worst of climate change. Oh my God, we're all going to die. If you look at the way we live, the incredible sort of destructive process of growth, the way we interpret it, not as enlightened growth, but as sort of robber-bearing growth, growth driven by a lot of different things, he said. We had 18 separate $1 billion events in the United States last year, and you look at Pakistan with 30 million people in one single event, Kerry said, displaced and their lives were affected. An extraordinary upheaval. We had to find a way to get really serious about bringing the corporate world on board around the world. Oh, John Kerry needs more money. Now, the other McCain adds this, some clarity to some of, some of the incoherent ramblings of that boom boob john Kerry. this extraordinary upheaval in pakistan that Kerry referenced the other mccain looked it up you can do these things on like the internet now john 
Al Gore invented it, he should tell you. He's another climate kook like you. From June 14th to October 2022 of last year, 2022, floods in Pakistan killed 1,739 people. So that's basically four months, 1,739 people were killed. Now, the population of Pakistan is 231 million, apparently. That rounds up, if you do the math, to 0.0008%, which is also John Kerry's IQ, 0.0008. This is not to minimize the upheaval, but as a statistical expression of risk, it's about as deadly as Memorial Day weekend in Chicago. More importantly, what bad monsoon season which is what this upheaval really was, doesn't actually prove anything about climate change, nor does it justify the billionaire power grab that Kerry was advocating at Davos.